0: Brian, what is happening?
1: Man, a whole lot, to be truthful.
0: I'm Dan Rather. And they- <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hold on, let's, let's go with the alternate opening. All right, ready, here we go. Hey, and welcome to Coronavirus Watch 2020 with <laughs> McKinley Holland and Brian Baldwin. <laughs> and our co-host, Dan Rather. <laughs> <laughs> Man, think about how dire this would be right now if Walter Cronkite was still alive. For real.
0: Man, the catchphrases. I mean, he couldn't use the cookie crumble thing. I don't know what you could use. And
1: that's the news to me. Who who does that? Was that him? Somebody says that. Yeah, somebody does and that. And that's the news to me.
0: I'm going to Google that at some point over the next brief while. Yeah,
1: for sure, while we have some time off, probably. Yeah. Uh, well, man, y'all, ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, a uh, lot going on. But we'll just go ahead and uh, cut right to the chase. Um, sure. There is a pandemic currently sweeping through the globe uh, called uh, COVID tw- COVID-19.
0: Yeah, COVID-19. Yeah,
1: not to be confused with Panama City 2016. Correct. Uh, both e- equally as disgusting and detrimental to your health. Wear uh, shoes. Yeah, wear shoes, wash your hands. Uh, I had a funny thing the other day. If you ever took a piss in the Rick's bathroom, you were immune from the coronavirus. That's what I heard. So Fact-based information. <laughs> yeah. I went in there one time and a guy was standing on that ledge in flip-flops. Yeah.
0: Brave guy, Bold. Right? Brave guy. Bold. Have, you ever, have you ever gone through a handshake line at a Juco baseball game? <laughs> yeah. Immune to coronavirus, for sure. for sure. <laughs> well, unfortunately, that's not
1: the case. It's a uh, it, it's a it's a it's a thing that's real, and um, for those of you who don't know, uh, of course, <laughs> if you don't know, you've been you are a sovereign citizen in a, in a <laughs> coma. You know, uh, probably you just woke up like a Steven Seagal film. But uh, <laughs> it's it's of course it's kind of, it's the yeah th- you know, it's just a, it's a, a virus virus um, <clears throat> was supposedly given uh, from a an open air food market in China. Correct. Uh, animal to human. Bat was it bat? It was some something like that, and and now what has happened is they've learned that this disease is transmitted from human to human, where it, once it wasn't correct. Um, it's been around for a long time uh, because I remember being a k- kid way before the internet and cell phones, and I would go to the bathroom number two, and I'd read the back of every can in the bathroom, and on the back of the lysol can, I did it that says, too. Like, "Yeah, of course, yeah." Bef- my parents wouldn't let me have magazines in there because it was tacky, they said, but on the back of the can it says, "You know, one of the things that kills is human coronavirus." On the back. So I mean, it's been around a while. Um, there's a lot of unknown about it. You know what I mean? And that's, yeah. The, and, and I guess to say, I think that's the scary thing. Before I, before I, we move too far into it, the fear of the unknown. Um, there's no current working vaccine. They're working Correct. on it, but there's no current working vaccine. Um, the uh, entomology and origin is really actually kind of vague. You know, I mean, they don't yes. know if it came from where we just said, but they're they're kind of zeroing in there. Um, <clears throat> it doesn't discriminate as to who it infects. Uh, but it's very harsh on the old and people with weakened immune systems previously, yes. you know, cancer survivors, patients, people with autoimmune diseases, uh, progressed diabetes. Yes. You know, and I just mentioned several things that are prominent in the South, very prominent. prominent in our families, you know, sure. and that's what makes this scary. So, uh, I want to ask you real quick, uh, man, you know, in, in the face of the pandemic, and first of all, I want to, I want to say the world health organization, when they, uh, deemed it a pandemic at first, it was not because of total number of cases, It was deemed a pandemic because of the worldwide reaction to the event. You know, the mass hysteria, that kind of caused it. But now that the numbers are creeping up, it actually has pretty much qualified. You know what I mean? So, What are your thoughts on it, McKinley? And um, I guess to kind of lead the question here, um, how worried are you to start?
0: I have I don't know if it's something that's just ingrained in me genetically or if it's something I've developed over time, but I've never been one to really panic over anything. Bad weather, tornadoes. I'm the guy that sleeps until the so- sirens start going off, and if I don't hear them, I sleep through them. Right. Um, you know, I've never been a milk and bread person. You know, like snowing outside, I'm putting my heavy clothes on. I want to say that that this one actually has me. Worried is a bad word for me. Marginally concerned is what I am. That's it. Mar- I'm, I am marginally concerned, not quite so much for myself. I mean, I'm kind of in the age bracket that, and you are too, to where I, I'm not going to sit here and say we're completely out of the woods because nobody's ever out of the woods. You know, we could die in a car wreck tomorrow for sure. But I think that we are in the age that we're in the age bracket you want to be in if you're you know, to fight this disease.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, You know, and I am a person that I I just very, very rarely ever get sick. Maybe once every three or four years I will get sick. But as far as, you know, having to go to the doctor all the time, I'm not one of those people. And I I, I sympathize with those that are. My sister, my next oldest sister, uh, I mean, she, she stays sick. I mean, and it's not her fault. I mean, she just gets sick easily. I don't know if her immune system is Less than mine, or whatever, but she gets sick a lot. But as far as I, I'm, I'm more concerned with others uh, from a medical perspective, and from a you know a business perspective, a economic perspective, a socio economic perspective. Uh, you know, I've I've always liked to think of myself as somebody that looks out for other people, and and I mean, you know, I, I do I do marginally worry for them. Uh, but me personally, I'm kind of par for the course, you know, I'm going to do what the experts, the professionals tell me to do, which, you know, I'm going to wash my hands. I'm going to use hand sanitizer. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not hard-headed enough to where I'm just going to say, you know, screw it. I'm just going to live my life. But at the same time, I'm not going to take drastic measures. Right. If that that makes sense. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, I'm kind of, I, I would say I'm a little bit maybe progressed in my fear of it. Sure. but it's it's a lot like you. It's more it's not so much for myself. Yeah. Uh but I am a I'm I'm a little bit more worried about that. You know what I mean? Um for instance, you and I are ones who are going to take the necessary precautions to that you know, for instance, like we said a few weeks ago, I'm not getting in a helicopter. You know what I mean? Why right, why, right. why why take that risk? You know, right. for instance, if they tell me to wash my hands, I'm not only going to wash them when I come out of the bathroom or when I'm going to handle food, but I might just step over in the bathroom every now and again and wash them an extra time or hit that. I hand, did it today. Hit that. I hit that hand sanitizer quite often. Oh, you know we what have I mean. So much of it in the funeral yeah, home. it's man. worth worth money right now. And I, you
0: know, I, I I did it probably two or three more times than I normally yeah. would have today. Yeah,
1: and you know, I'm much more aware of touching my face. Yeah. I have a beard, and I'm I'm one of those guys who just constantly not constantly, but like you know, I might scratch yeah. my beard, and I was like, man. Maybe I should shave this. You I know what I mean?
0: You, I don't think, and I, I did that today, too. I was like, I don't think I realize how much I actually touch my face, for, and it's a lot. I'm
1: constantly touching my forehead, like moving my hair, or getting sweating. The forearm yeah. sweat wipe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I do yeah. that, too. But I, I tell you my thing that that I'm, I'm most worried about it is I know, man, I hate to say for a fact, but I will say I'm about 90% certain. That if the coronavirus in its current state would have come through the area in 2015 or 2016, it would have killed my dad. He died of other circumstances. Yeah. But it would have killed my dad. Uh, it would have killed my grandmother a few years ago in a nursing home at 87. Or 87. Yeah. It would have killed her. You know, she she wasn't in great health. And um, I, have, I have people that work for me that are 70 years old, 67. I have people that, I mean, and they listen to the podcast. They're my pals. We pick them. I'm not going to mention their names, but they smoke a pack in half a day. Yeah. It's not good for them. They cough already. Yeah, you like know, our maintenance man has asthma. You know what I mean? Like, and it, it's just not good for him. It, it makes you, the, the virus makes you feel like you're drowning in your own lungs. And that's terrifying. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we only have so many ICU beds in the country. Sure. You know, it's like, like we, we you and I mentioned earlier, it's like the, the Titanic. They only had so many life rafts because they didn't think it was going down. Right. And why have, I mean, and first of all, why be prepared that for that much? Because it shouldn't happen. And, you right. know, if this happens and it blows away in a month, we're not going to be prepared for the next unknown one. So, no. I mean, who are we kidding? But, you know you can never be too prepared as a, as a human because the country itself Correct. might not be so with that being said i applaud you for not changing your life up like tonight you went to a baseball game i went out to eat like yeah. you we, guys we got to keep doing what we do uh yeah. uh yeah it doesn't stop the 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 yeah. show must go on you know what i mean uh, not yeah. not this show but i mean just life in general yeah. and uh but with that being said i will say this mckinley uh you got a grandmother I do. who's in advanced age and she's in good health she she would body you know, slam us she these. would body slam us for talking about her in this vein uh, on the podcast 100% uh, you know and, and then like i said i have coworkers and then i have friends and i have friends who are pregnant mothers and you know and um you know it's it's a public thing i got a preacher who's a yeah wonderful man whose wife is pregnant and going through breast cancer this is not a good time for these people no so what are your thoughts about Folks like Sadie, you know what I mean. Like you know, like how how do we make sure they're okay and check on them? You know, what I mean, when they ne- might not necessarily want us to. How do you handle yeah. that with kid gloves?
0: Well, you know, I my grandmother specifically, I have to check on her for other things. For example, she is built from that old school cloth from that 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 regime of people who just are just toughened by what they went through. And I think that the reason she has the attitude that she does. Because I mean, like I, I think about this legitimately, and like my, my grandmother's seen two wars, you know, two major wars. She's, I mean, she's, I mean, w- was she? Is she old enough to have been around Korea? Yeah. Okay. okay cool. So she was oh, Vietnam and Korea. Yeah. She
1: was just after World War Two, right?
0: No, she was. I mean, she was born. Let's see, she's eighty-seven, so she was. She's born in the. Th- Right after the Great Depression.
1: Okay. yeah. So she was she was yeah. alive in World War Two. Yeah. Forty one to forty five. Right? Thirty three. She was born in thirty three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: See, so, you know, like I, I think about that, and like, man, she's in great health, though. You know, and I, I think I mentioned this on the podcast a couple months ago. She broke her hip. Right. December thirty first. She was back at work on January seventeenth. And the only reason she was is because, like, we we tried to say no, grand grand, take you know take, take a month but my biggest concern for her is if she stops doing what she knows how to do and does best which is make people feel good greet them at our door and talk to them about their lives and their people and maybe brighten somebody's day she will die from i don't know what you call it elderly loneliness almost
1: or, almost uh oc- uh like almost like occupational and social withdrawal like you know what i mean traumatic stress or yeah. what it, yeah
0: i mean like she, I mean, she comes to work every day, Brian, and she, I mean, she finds something to do. Everybody doesn't have a good day at work. I mean, I don't always have a good day at work. And she comes in, and I mean, if there's nothing to going on, she'll start wiping down windows, you know. But, like, for her sake, I, I am concerned, you know. I mean, because she's not a public figure anymore, but she's still a public figure. Right. People know who she is, so... Everybody that comes through our doors, they're going to shake her hand. They're going to hug her. They're going to love on her. And she's the face and the heart of your business. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, like, and, yeah. You know, and and I will never be, I will never be to the level that she is, even close. But she's she's part of the heart of this community. I mean, you know, like it just. But man, I mean, the only thing I don't have to tell my grandmother to wash her hands. She does that, right? You know, she hand sanitizes. Naturally, she gets on to
1: you for not washing yours enough,
0: right? Or exactly, you know, and she's always got a fix for stuff. I can tell you this is an interesting fact about my grandmother. That one reason why my worries are lessened for her and more so for other elderly people is do you remember about four or five years ago, people just randomly all of a sudden started drinking apple cider vinegar for its health benefits? Yeah, she's been doing that for like (laughs) 70 years. She read it in the
1: farmer's (laughs) own back (laughs) years,
0: literally. So, like, every morning, she gets up, she has a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar, orange juice, and Sprite over rice every single morning.
1: That sounds like a kind of re- refreshing pick-me-up. You know what I mean? If you've like, ever
0: had apple cider vinegar, you better make sure it's only a tablespoon. Really?
1: Oh, it's like it's like
0: that, huh? It's it's like bitter vinegary. Like, mm. just, ew. It's, it's bad. I've tried. I got a jug in there. I love, but apple, I love apple cider, man. Ooh. Same. Mm-hmm. But, man, you know, she she's so healthy, man. And she actually made a comment to me today because people were asking. And it was actually when me. It was the guy that asked her said you know Sadie are you concerned and she said you know I'm 87 years old Mike and you know I broke my hip in December I could have died falling you know she had vertigo two weeks ago seeing after my uncle Jimmy and his my cousin in the hospital and fell out in there because she didn't eat all day she's like if that was that didn't kill me I'm not worried about what will yeah and she's as Pentecostal preachers say repaired For she's sure. when the time comes she's ready yeah but I, I think. I don't want to be facetious because I know that she's not going to last forever. But I mean, she may she may be one of those ones that lives 105, right? You know, I mean, yeah. she's just that she's not lady. worried about the coronavirus getting her. She's really not. Yeah, I mean, she she's uh, not worried about anything getting her. She she's not. And you know, but but I know that there are some that are. Right. You know, I mean, like I'm actually more. I mean, I'm I'm more worried about probably my mother than I am my grandmother because my my mother's 66, and I mean, she you know, thankfully she's been smoke free for you know, 15, 20 years. But, I mean, she has had, you know, she she had, she had smoked for forever. So, her lungs are mm-hmm. probably susceptible, you know. And and just, man, I, I uh, our, like I said, our maintenance guys has got asthma. I worry for him. But, I mean, as far as my grandmother, man.
1: Well, good. I'm glad you feel confident about in it. In the though.
0: words of Cush's uh, dad and Jerry Maguire, she's stronger than Oak. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, my thing is, and
1: just, I'm going to speak a little bit of National Enquirer type right Can here. I mention something else? Sure, too. absolutely.
0: I, and this is just a, a humble brag. Well, not really a humble brag. Just proud to be my grandmother's grandson. She, just, she survived a ricin scare in 2014.
1: Yes, she did. You, <laughs> hey, y'all Google that.
0: So, I mean, <laughs> I was trying to, when Somebody I trying that, yeah. I was trying to come up with stuff like, what all has she been through? And and that was like, was oh, a, yeah, she opened an envelope with a deadly poison in it.
1: That's another story for another podcast, That's It's the way. a good one, too. We're going to talk about that one day, but not today. No, not, not today, today. Not, not today. Um, mm-hmm. But I want to go a little National Enquirer news for you here for a second. Um, the conspiracy theory side. And there's, there's, yeah. two, there's two I want to speak about. Sure. Um, the first one I want to speak about is uh, the f- the conspiracy that China made a mistake and lost control of a weaponized virus to quell protests in their country. People protesting. We can make them sick. They go home. They quit. It got out of control. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think they expected the person-to-person contact to be so great. And the second one, and we a little bit more closer to home, and I want you to talk about your thoughts on both of them is the election year conspiracy and and you know it's, and then for those who don't really know maybe or might just be too so tuned in to the virus you know talk itself that you know the election conspiracy uh the uh, year conspiracy is that every time there needs to be a change of party, a giant scare comes up and uh and and we don't talk sides on the podcast right, but the theory is that. The uh, the liberal media and the Democratic Party and the shadow government that runs everything behind the scenes uh, has knew that the only way they could get Trump defeated was to create a giant scare and kill the the stock market, and those things are going on. You know what I mean currently, sure. and. Um, as the Democratic convention draws near And they're having these debates And Biden starts creeping Just flying up the charts You know They're rigging that well, I mean that's not political talk They're rigging the Democratic nominee that's oh, what yes we're They still didn't that, want Bernie They didn't want <laughs> Bernie And you know he, he Bernie's a socialist So I mean I'm just saying whether Whatever you believe there The Democratic Party didn't want that That's So we'll just say that And uh, Biden I'm just being honest um, is, is a little out there at times uh, So I think they feel like this is their only hope if that is their play. I mean, I'm not saying that the theory right. is. So, what are your thoughts on both of those? You know, China losing control of a weaponized virus, which I'll be honest with you, I am 100 almost 100% in agreement with. And 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 the American which one which I don't put as much validation into. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Well, you know, I mean, it's been like what 30 years since the red scare? I mean, you know, like but that, you know, yeah. this has been talked about for decades. And if you'll notice, oddly enough, and see, let, let me start by saying this, though. I don't believe in every conspiracy theory I hear, but I will hear them out. Because at face value, they're all fascinating. You know, and whether, whether smokers use talking fire, about, uh, A little. Whether you're talking about the coronavirus or, you know, JFK or, what you know, there's always some fascination of that's a strange coincidence. You say that to yourself in your head. Uh, but one thing that I do find not fascinating so much as kind of just odd is that that flu always comes from that part of the world, if you notice, you know? Like, how come no flus have developed in Wyoming? I mean, SARS came from there, right? Yeah. Bird flu. It's, it's, Swine yeah. flu. I mean, so it's just odd to me that, that every flu we get comes from that part of the world. I feel like they're so private over there. They're doing stuff in, in labs about, and labs, stuff that you know, we don't like know th- about. Yeah. And,
1: You know, like science fiction movies are really going on, kind of like things that they used to do in Nazi Germany with experiments on humans. Sure, like Those things can be done behind the closed doors in a communist regime. And um, it is scary uh, to think that they might be producing weapons that they were trying to maybe use on others. I mean, think about biological warfare. And if you wanted to send, think about this. What if they just wanted to send a thousand infected people over the U.S. and not told us? I know. Just drop them right there, and I mean, how crazy that would have been. I mean, I'm just. I'm saying, like, there there could have been really ulterior motives here, uh but I, I'm I'm with you. I, you know, it's I, just fishy. I, it's, it's no no things, pun intended. I, I, it's one of those <laughs> things that I don't want. P- yeah, it might have been fish, not a bat,
0: <laughs> <if it's, laughs> which wouldn't be surprising at all. Anyway, but I mean, it, you know, as far as that's concerned, man, I think it's plausible. I really do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because, you know, and, and I always this is this is nuts. You know, you brought up like television and like we talked about for decades about the Red Scare and like there's a Martin Sheen quote in the movie The Departed. Mm-hmm. And it's not the only movie that's ever like kind of just vaguely brought it up to help the storyline of the movie. But he's talking to uh, Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio on the phone. You know, he's his undercover. And he says, micro processes micro processes he says, we're gonna be at war with the Chinese in twenty odd years, and like there's so many movies that reference we're gonna be at war with the Chinese, we're gonna be you know, and it like never happens, but yeah. it's one of those like man, maybe one day they may not be like where do they come up with these lines is what I'm getting at if they' right. if they're just joking, yeah, but um." As far as the election year thing, man... Because, you know, SARS was a few years ago, uh, and, and, uh, yeah. and and that supposedly changed,
1: like, some... I mean, a bunch of crazy international things. You yes. Know I mean? I mean, it was
0: huge in Europe and over there,
1: and it affected some political gains yeah. and outcomes.
0: Like, but, uh, like uh, Turkey was a big battleground, yeah. because it's like Eurasia. It's like the gateway to both Europe and, you know. Yeah. But uh, the election year thing, man... <sighs> this is one thing that that that's just the ugly face of politics to me, man. Like... I'd like to hope and think and there's there's I try to surround myself and and try to surround the things I follow online and stuff like that with people who I generally think are trying to do good for the world. But I do know that there are people out there with with with, you know, self-driven agendas or, you know, you know, things that power hungry and, you know, money hungry and. I mean, it's it's. It, I think it's it could happen. That's the only you know. That's the thing about a conspiracy is it could always happen. Like nobody ever brings up a conspiracy. Like man, no hell no. There's no way. There's always evidence. There's, evidence. there's always some sort of like whoa. Well, I didn't think about that.
1: Conspiracies remind me of sports talk. When people start bringing up numbers Yes Because you can slant the numbers Any way you want You can That's slant right. the conspiracy Any way you want You know what I mean yes. Like for instance this here I mean you can just go back And you can just show The years that it lined up And if you want to talk about Well this policy was trying To get passed in 1972 And this outbreak happened And then this guy got blah 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 And then this happened You know what I mean Like if, you, yes. if when you start When you start putting real things Like for instance Like let's talk about The 9-11 conspiracy Well this was happening here And this was happening here And George Bush had things here And blah 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 And then here we are yeah, like, you know, what I mean, like those. When you can actually talk like that, it throws fuel the fire and it makes it interesting. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I said, there's it's it's like sports talk when you go, well, you know, the guy only hit two fifty. <laughs> yeah, but I will tell you what, he hit four seventeen in the two thousand and seventeen World Series. You know what I mean? Like you know, I mean, just crazy stuff. You know what I'm You're, saying? You know, so that, that's the, and that's the what I think point. conspiracies are like. They're like sports talk. You need, you can take either side and be right. That's what I'm getting at. You literally can be right on both sides.
0: Well, and uh, uh, that that brings me to something that that. That kind of bothered me a little bit today because I, I had some time on my hands today because we didn't have any funerals and I said, uh, "Me and our." And I hope y'all don't, by the way. Uh, yeah, I, I really hope you don't. For not well. from and this. On that side, I mean, we've gotten emails today and phone calls that supposedly, if it ever reaches the level, hopefully, God willing, it doesn't, that we're not even going to be able to embalm. You or won't get, be able to. Like yeah. they're going to do it remotely from you know like one like Jackson like is going to take all cases of you know.
1: You know what this reminds me of. I'm going to be honest. Uh, that is the terrifying stuff. Because, really, yeah. That's the stuff that makes you work. Because they're not letting you touch dead bodies you touch all the time. So why can't I touch this dead body? What's going on here? And it reminds me of a zombie film. It reminds me of 28 Days Later. You know what I mean? Like, when it was literal modern day, <laughs> yeah. and it was a virus. It wasn't uh, nuclear, blah, 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 and people came out of the ground like zombies. Right. Like It was people getting infected and going crazy, yes. which is what the modern zombie films are. Yeah. You know, they, they they run around, and they look like they're on basalts, you know? And... That's the thing, like, so this is this this year. But what's going to happen 20 years from now? Yeah. Are people going to be bleeding from their eyeballs and craving brains? You know what I mean? Like right. like you see in those movies when it's, like, day 14. And, like, you see the progression, you know, and it's yes. like, I had a friend of mine, and who, and I'm not going to mention him on the podcast because he listens, and he's like, he is literally like a brother to me. And he is legitimately worried. And he's not worried about anything ever. Okay? This guy doesn't worry about a thing. And he's legitimately worried. And that got me worried. Because he's worried about his parents, he's worried sure. about his brother who who smokes a lot, and he he was just like, you know, man, I got I got a, I got enough things, you know, to last a while—food, you know, and everything and water—and uh, man, you, you can come anytime you want, but when you get here, you can't leave. You know, and that's some genuine it, worry, and and he's genuinely worried, and and that got me worried, you know, and and that's the thing. I think your circumstances change based on your circumstances. For instance, I don't have a wife and kids. I don't have any living parents, and I don't have any living other grandparents. All of the people that I hang out with are in my age demographic, yeah. or my siblings that are younger and way more healthier than me. No, you're right. The people that I work with, but if you got wife's kids, and you got a, a and and you got a mother and a father who are in their sixties, almost seventy. Like, it becomes a worry, and and that got me worried. So that's kind of my thing. Um, before we kind of move on here and, and talk about the sports side and all the, the cancellations on behalf of McKinley and I. Everybody, just take care of yourselves. Look yeah. after, look after your, your your friends and your family and your loved ones, and be there for them. And just know that they don't want to be sick. Most times, they might not even know they're sick. So, I mean, you see somebody sneezing in an aisle, he doesn't have corona. I promise. You know? I mean, just but just be compassionate with people when they have to miss work, when they can't pay their bills, when they when they need some damn food, lend a helping hand. If you have to do it from afar, that's fine. We got Grubhub. We got we got yeah. stuff like, hey man, I c- you can't get out of the house. I'm gonna send you some food. This is the time to not point fingers. This is the time to lend a metaphorical helping hand. You're right. And that's just my opinion on it. Don't point fingers and say this is their fault, this is your fault. It's somebody's
0: fault. Cool, let's fix it and learn from it. I don't, I don't think that there's any fault like you do yeah. right now. The, the people the, – the, you know, really, before we move on to the sports thing, what scares me the most, and this is, this is what I need moving forward mm-hmm. over the next handful of months. Transparency from the government. We, we, they have to be honest. Give me a plan. Just, just say, come out and say. In other words, I don't want numbers. I don't want. So this is what happened in Nigeria. This tell us what we need to do and be honest about it. Mm -hmm. And we will do it as a country. I firmly believe, regardless of what side of the political aisle you're on, all that the country will do it. I do not care about aliens. I do
1: not care who shot Kennedy. I absolutely want to know when is this vaccine coming. Yes. how long do we have to wait this out if there's not one coming i want to know that secondly i want us
0: all as a country as a world to listen to the people who know what they're talking about that's the cdc that's the world health organization that's not something you read on twitter that's not something that you you know heard on on you know at the barber shop
1: get off of facebook for your news please thank you welcome to my ted talk
0: and <laughs> and Thirdly, if you're a member of the media, please don't sensationalize this. You have a job right now, and the country already hates you. The whole country hates the media. Media has become so obsolete in the, in the that nobody is compassionate for media, myself included. Now, I'm not talking about local sports writers. I'm talking about people on Fox News, CNN, NBC Nightly News. If you're not giving us facts, don't give it to us. Right. Same way with the government, because those are the two people in power right now, government and media. They are going to sway the opinions of the American people, and you have the power to either keep us calm and let us know what's going on and what we need to do, or have absolute mass hysteria and have me worried for two months that I'm going to be wiping with maple leaves because I don't have any toilet paper. But that's the, that's, that's the truth. So that's that's what I want moving forward. I now. like
1: that. I like the transparency thing. I, mean, that, I, I think, man, I think that's paramount. I think it's number one. And, you know, um, it'd go a long way if if uh, the people in charge would do just what you said. I appreciate you bringing that up because yeah. I, I haven't even, to be honest with you, I'm so used to being lied to or not given the full truth that I would never yeah. expect it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we live
0: in a me world now, man. People are looking out for number one. But right now, people are looking out for people. Yeah. And that's when it's time to say, Well, I'm not catering to this group or this group. I'm catering to everybody. This world has to go on, move, move on. forward, and we have to do it together. I've
1: I've heard one before like I said, before we move on, I've heard one thing that when the vaccine is ready, I've heard it's literally going to be like a drive through
0: I hope so restaurant. I like you so. pull up and it's bang bang. I mean, like there there's gonna be such a line to do And this. I wanna mention this too. Too. And this is for anybody who is on the panic side, who probably shouldn't be. Like Brian said, you have three sneezes in a row. Don't go get tested <laughs> for somebody who may actually need to get tested.
1: I've, you, I've seen a, you mentioned earlier. I've seen a bunch of funny memes. Oh about, yeah, I know. I don't have I don't have coronavirus. I just smoke a lot of cigarettes. Or like you know, yeah. I don't have a coronavirus. I was just at the widespread panic concert. It's just like <laughs> <laughs> I mean.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, just uh, folks, people with allergy problems at springtime, like it's legit. Just, yeah. I mean, you're allergic to pollen. You know, don't don't do not take that that test right. away from somebody who legitimately may need it uh, until yeah. you start feeling flu like symptoms. And like you're not able to get up out of bed, go to work, do your right. daily stuff. You don't need to get tested.
1: And something else I've read that might be of note um, is when you get the flu like symptoms, a self quarantine in a call to your doctor is actually step one. Because they might say, no need to come in. Yes. You know what I mean? You got it. Quarantine yourself. Call us in a week. Because you're going to go up there, like you said. You're going to go to the emergency room. You're going to be freaking out. And there's legitimately going to be somebody dying. And they're going to need that ventilator. And or your drip and or whatever. And your 28-year-old, 29-year-old self that got man flu, as they would say, don't feel well. I mean, yeah. you might have the real coronavirus, yeah. but, I mean, you can, you're can, you okay. You're going to be fine you're, in two yeah, weeks. Yeah, I mean, just, like, give it time. Don't for...
0: take it away from the 90-year-old lady who needs it. Or the cancer patient. Or the 16-year-old or girl with cancer. Exactly, yeah, I mean, 100%. Yeah, yeah, I mean, somebody who just needs it, period. Before we jump into sports, I needed to bring a light side of this. Do it. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. We Because it's, <laughs> it's really, really drab right now, but yeah. I did see a funny meme today. Okay. The World Health Organization, who I'm getting my information from, did come out and say that dogs are not. They can't get it. They can't contract the virus and give it to others. So it is, an effect, that who let the dogs out? That's right. <laughs> and I love that. That was such a good, that was a good meme. And I love my dogs, too, so I'm glad that they can't go out and sniff each other's turds and get coronavirus. I'm worried about cats. Surely not. Well.
1: Murray didn't get out of the house. He's a house cat. But what I'm worried he's about. He's self-quarantined 24-7. Well, so. Yeah, but what I'm worried about is if I get it. Get like, he's it in my room. Can I give it to the cat? You're a good man for that, man. I'm worried, I'm worried about, about that. About like, like if, if I was if pet. I was to get the, the the virus, I would have to quarantine myself to my bedroom and my bathroom, and I'd have to find something to do with Murray. I mean, mm-hmm. I would. I ain't gonna kill I'm not going to let my cat get the coronavirus just because I got it. I mean. Yeah. I mean i had to figure that out. Humanitarian hard, I can appreciate it. I love that cat. I really do. Let's talk a little ball. Let's let's talk ball. <laughs> so, uh I will say this. I did know uh that it was a serious deal when corporations started canceling billion dollar sporting events. <gasps> okay. When and, and I'll say this uh the NBA made the right move by postponing their season indefinitely. Uh and letting everybody else follow suit. And those guys are international players all over the world. They have huge entourages. They have huge fan bases. People touch them. They want autographs. And I'm going to say this. We are cheating ourselves as a sports populace if we play the games with nobody there because the fans make it. If they would have played the NCAA tournament with no fans in the stands, we would have had chalk all the way because nobody would have been rooting for Northern Iowa. You know what I mean? The, the, the underdog would not have had a chance because the best team was the scrimmages, Mac.
0: 100%. The best team, that's always of you the do scrimmage. it in practice.
1: That's why, yeah. And those, it would have felt like a scrimmage no matter what you'd have wanted it to be. And I hate that there's rumor they might be postponing the tournament, not canceling it, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, yeah. But when they start, when the NBA cancel or postpone their season indefinitely, I knew it was real. I knew it was yeah. legit. And I applaud them for being proactive. I 100% applaud them for saying we are stopping it for right now we will pick it up at a date to be determined if we can i applaud uh minor uh, major league baseball saying hey look 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 we're gonna make sure these guys are okay we're gonna keep them here we're gonna gonna get them actually home spring training's over we're gonna let them get healthy and then we're gonna take two weeks and ramp it back up we're gonna be delayed probably for two weeks probably first of may i like that they got a plan me too They, they they are taking precaution but they're not freaking out you know what i mean they're not necessarily freaking out the NCAA freaked up out. Oh, my gosh. And the fact that they have done what they have done is literally – it's selfish. Because let me tell you why. They got a giant insurance policy that covers their loss of revenue. 100%. But you know who doesn't have a giant insurance policy to cover their loss of revenue? That kid. Boo yeah. Ray in Oxford during baseball season. Yeah. Uh, ben 612 and Starkville for baseball season. Um, That kid who was – um. Just got off
0: Tommy John surgery and tried to pitch his senior season.
1: Yeah, uh, these guys who were f- f- seniors in, in, in college playing basketball who needed that tournament to be seen. I mean, we knew who Ali Farouk Manish was because he got to play in the tournament. wouldn't have known who he was. Uh, the big guy that played for uh, St. Mary's years ago. Uh, oh, um, You know what I'm talking about. Omar Samhan. Omar Samhan. Kevin Pitznagel from West Virginia. Yes. Like Those guys made their their brand. They made money overseas. They got invites to camps. Because of the we games and mark, we got to watch them on TV. For a a on TV. Weeks. And there are coaches who are going to not get jobs because they didn't win that tournament game. There's going to be coaches who kept their job because technically their team didn't make it to the tournament. Ben Allen, you know. Um, <laughs> I'd like to say that retro in, in an alternate world, the University of Memphis Tigers were 28-3, and 3, and James Wiseman and them were the number one seed going into the tournament, and the coronavirus nobody canceled nobody it. Knows. Yeah, <laughs> That's what happened as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I knew it was a big deal when they started canceling stuff like that in the NBA and stuff, but I really think the NCAA jumped the gun. And the fact that they have canceled the College World Series, which is in June, McKinley, we could find a vaccine tomorrow. I mean, we really could. They could. The smartest people in the world. This ain't me and you hanging out looking for a vaccine. It's literally people way above our pay grade. People that try to sponsor the podcast. You the know.
0: University of Tennessee medical labs have not found a vaccine, but I read today that mm-hmm. they are. They're close. They're testing and they're they're seeing positive results they, on the stuff that they're developing.
1: That they, 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 you you're most certainly right. And you know that's the thing. Like when you have a backup plan. You're not so concerned with what you got going on. So if I'm going out on a date on Friday night and I got a pretty, really smoking hot girl that's gonna go with me if my first choice doesn't go, I'm not gonna be so bummed out if the first one cancels. And that's what's going on here. All this money, they're not gonna miss any of it. It's just bad for everybody else involved. Like it is. And, and, and you said something and I want you to to and you you hung out at the baseball game tonight. Yeah. Tell me what, what you heard about baseball and the love of the game and why it maybe shouldn't have be. You I mean this, this has been jumped the gun?
0: Well, I can tell you this, and I, I was I was there with I was I was there by myself and I was meeting some people there and I stumbled upon Rick Collier who I have a good relationship because I coach players yeah. that go sign with him and uh, so we get there and there's a rain you know the rain's coming in and so what they did is they said we're going to pull the tarp, uh, folks. If you want to go sit in your car and wait it out with us, we'll make an announcement as soon as we can. Um, you know, on whether we can play or not. So Coach Collier and I walked to his vehicle, and he asked me what I thought about it kind of like you did, and I told him, and he had a good take on it. He said, man, you know, uh, I know that Juco baseball is not near as important as people's lives, but, man, it is to me. Outside of my wife and my kid, Juco baseball is my life. And he said, uh, if if I've got to get coronavirus, I'd rather be doing it – sending a guy home from third base and sitting on my couch. And I can appreciate that. Yeah. I can. I mean, because this is a guy that's institutionalized himself. He's the dean of college baseball coaches in, in maybe the whole state. Maybe. But for sure in junior yeah. college. At the, or at the collegiate level, period. Bianco and then him. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. Literally. So, I mean, it means a lot to him, man. And he had some other interesting things. He said, man, my guys have worked so hard. That's the thing. He said, man, I mean, we, we got him in in an August. And he said, I've killed him.'" Yeah, and and But I did it not knowing we were going to get to coronavirus. I did it to prepare them for junior college baseball. Some of
1: their lives are going to be affected because they did not get to play this baseball season. Yeah, That sophomore who needs a good year coming off that surgery or had a good freshman year and everybody's wanting to see if he's bona fide that needs a good year to go to a four-year school. Yeah. And if he goes there and he plays and he stays active – he gets that GA job, and then he gets hooked up with this guy at the bank, and then he's got that job. But if he just goes to Ole Miss and parties after he doesn't get to play, who knows what he does. You know what I mean? Well, and, 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 the, the, and there are okay. – butterfly effect here. Butterfly yeah, effect.
0: And everything snowballs, man. And, and and the thing I hate the most about the cancellations, man, is I don't see why. Like I said, if, if – if, because because of the first thing you said on this podcast is there is so much unknown. Mm-hmm. If there's so much unknown, why are we acting like everything's already known? Right. That's a good one. I like that, Mac. You know, like, I mean, for instance, you yep. want to cancel the NCAA tournament, there's going to be 20,000 people in the stands. I get it. Mm-hmm. I totally get it. But you're canceling junior college baseball games where 100 people are going to be there. Right. Why not just tell Grandma and Granddad, hey – Watch it on live stream. Adam Gore does a great job. Yeah. You know? And and my thinking is... uh, My pastor sent out an email today saying, folks, we're taking this seriously. We're going to have church until further notice. But if you feel sick, you're elderly, you're worried, stay at home and watch it on the live stream.
1: I think First Baptist is is sending out their email tomorrow. It's going to say something similar. You
0: know, I mean... Uh, my, My thoughts.
1: Should they have canceled the NCAA tournament? It probably would have been anyway. And here's why. They got too many guys wrapping up careers that yeah. need to move on. Like Precious Yachua. Yeah. Memphis wasn't making it, okay? Yeah. But he didn't, he's not going to wait a month to play in a tournament. Right. He's going to go pro. Uh, and a lot of these guys are going to be past it by then. So even if they had a tournament a month from now, it's watered down. We've all forgot about it. Move on. Uh, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, but like you said uh, – the baseball part that's so far off,
0: we're talking three months. June. Three yeah. months. Yeah. And Coach Collier and I came up with it. You know, we sat in a, a van for 30 minutes just chatting baseball and coronavirus, and we kind of came up with a plan that, you know, let's say we do find a vaccine in the next two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. Either pick up right where we left off. You don't have to play those teams that were already passed mm-hmm. on your schedule. Or dumb it, dumb the schedule down. Play double headers in the SEC and play everybody.
1: it have been really awesome. The joke was, if Ole Miss like postponed it for a month, they would have missed Arkansas, LSU, and A and M or something. <laughs> well,
0: State had stayed at Arkansas <laughs> this weekend at home. Yeah. Of course, in the SEC, well, I mean, you yeah. throw a dart yeah. seven anyway, times, you are going to hit a top twenty-five team. Yeah. And
1: you know, but uh, but but I will say, um, folks are smarter than. Man, it's going to sound crazy. I think folks in the South. Are smarter than the national media are giving us credit for it. because if they if somebody thinks they have coronavirus, Billy Joe ain't going to the much baseball game. No. He's not going. to go. man. they
0: they freak out right now.
1: I mean, can you imagine what's going on with the tax Dollar General? My,
0: my dad won't go to a ball game if he's got a pee. Yeah, you know, like I mean, much yeah. less if he's if he's you know, got a park and walk. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know. So I mean, like, you're so right about that. People in yeah. the South are I mean, weird. Like, like, you can just, nationally call us stupid if you want. Yeah, but.
1: Well, here's here's those who those
0: kind of bad things don't happen to us near as much as they do, or, you know, in the bigger cities. Here, the here's who is
1: going to spread coronavirus. I'm just being real. Like the people who are going to spread coronavirus in the sports world are going to be people who have to be there. It's going to be the guy who has to who has to go from stadium to stadium across the country because he's a cameraman for Fox Sports Net. Yeah. Fox Sports. Ticket it's it's going to be the guy who has to go do the beat writing for the Grizzlies, and he has yes. to be, in, and that's his hustle. You know, it's gonna be uh those guys and it's it's man and then it's gonna be your your wealthy folks who your Rudigo Bears and your people like that who are touching folks and and I mean, yeah, it's just it's just it just it's very unfortunate, uh, that it's come to this. But I really just think right now it's necessary. You know what I mean, for just what it is. You know, I mean
0: And 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 I wonder I kinda wonder what the the you know, athletes as a whole are thinking about this. Not yeah. necessarily your college athletes, but but, but, your, but your pro athletes. I mean, like you talk about a league that's really going to hurt from it, the XFL.
1: No, it's done. I mean, might not come back. You know. Yeah. What are the odds? Yeah.
0: What are the odds? Twenty years later, they try to redo it, and now it's done.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I'll say this. I bet most of the NBA is probably behind what's sure. going on. Um, most of those guys are. Uh, more of your 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 democratic side, you know what I mean? And 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 they're they are understanding they're very self aware. Uh woke, yes. You know what I mean? So they're for this. And man, they're like everybody else probably they're probably scared for the families and travel. You know what I mean? Sure. And,
0: and and you know their kids and wives are going city to city. We are all to watch them play. We
1: are all human. And and what for and what I mean by that is while we think we know what's going to happen we really don't for instance what if they're wrong what if all these scientists are saying hey it's okay just wash your hands just just don't don't sneeze and cough around people don't touch yeah. your face what if they're wrong and it is worse yeah. what if it's going to start attacking 18 to 40 year olds i don't know i'm just saying but what if it does what if all these athletes are like hey man i mean what what if what if they're wrong and it actually is detrimental to guys running up and yeah. down the floor and expending energy i mean like yes. i mean we don't know, and that's the thing that they're worried about. And I get and, it, and I, and I, I get, get it. it. So let, I'm cool with pu- putting the pause button, like you said, and let's pick it up later yeah. on, because a world we will we will. a world without sports is not a world that we really need right now. We need no. we need the games, we need the camaraderie, we need the the, the highs and the lows of the teams. we I root can tell for.
0: you that music, movies, TV is not going to get it done because you don't get inspired on those things. Mm-mm. You get inspired by watching guys go play hard. Yep. And guys get the crowd pumped up. Yeah. And guys that hit game winners and walk off home runs. And that's something that, you know, I mean, I I, I joke with Coach Collier. He said, man, you know, they done canceled college and pro and JUCO and I bet you high school's next. What are you going to do? So, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. If they ain't figure this thing out by June. I'm going to call SPN and see if they want to sign a deal with Legion Baseball. <laughs> well, they're about to start we showing. We may be the only thing available to be on TV. They're about to start showing e-gaming. Yeah,
1: and stuff. I'm okay with that, but you know what I want? Give me the old games. Give me the classics. Give it. Give me. Give me ESPN Let's classics. Go each sport
0: like, has a week. Yeah, you know, or each conference, SEC yeah, network, yeah. pick a team. I a don't. Know your, I don't
1: care how many times I got to see fourth and twenty-five and Arkansas beat on Miss. I don't care how many times I got to see Derrick Rose get should have found more. You also O'Connor's get just?
0: your with, with that the the agony though, because states on the bad end of those too. But right. you also get your. You know your your Prescott at LSU. You get your Cordell Stewart against Michigan. They
1: should show the best games in NCAA tournament history.
0: That would they be should would, they Kimba should show Walker Syracuse. Oh, and, oh yeah, my I, God. Mean, I, I mean I mean I'd hate, watch it. Right I, mean,
1: now. I mean I mean I mean Ray Allen and them beating. Oh well, no, that was, that was that was that was a Big East championship. But I was about to say beating uh, Iverson. But like show the Valpo game. Yeah, show Memphis Kansas. Show uh, show them up. show. Uh, Princeton UCLA. Show them oh, all. That one. Show every good game. I mean I mean we would watch
0: that. I'd watch it. I would watch them what right. What else now. are we gonna watch? Yeah, nothing. I'm not we watching
1: know. the Big Bang Theory. No. I'm I didn't not. watch the
0: Big Bang Theory before the coronavirus. There are two
1: types of people, McKinley. People who like who people who think the Big Bang Theory is uh is good and people who don't. Insane. Yes, normal. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, there are two deal breakers in the world sometimes that I have, and one is if you are a Florida Georgia Line fan, and another one is if you are a Big Bang Theory fan. If you like them both, I will not date you. If you like one of them, it better be the Big Bang Theory, because Florida Georgia Line <laughs> is always a perfect. <laughs> but anyway, we're gonna move on to some stuff. But uh, but y'all be 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 careful out there, for real. Um, wash your hands. Take just do what normal people do. Use toilet paper if you can find some. And uh, like I said, just be willing to help out somebody that might need help. Absolutely. We'll move on to a few better things. Tell me about Jason Aldean.
0: Oh, man, the concert was incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Give me me a rundown. If you follow me on Instagram, you know I had a great time. Uh, Very, very rarely do you get together with a group of, you know, 10-plus people, which we did. We had 16 with us. um, And everybody just has a blast. Well, that happened, man. We uh, we had a great meal, great pregame at Southern Craft, which uh, I'm happy to give a review on. Okay. Um, I was iffy on the menu. Uh, I had some up and downs. Uh, had, we, we shared two appetizers. We had the um, the Philly spring rolls, and then we had the pimento cheese, fried pimento cheese, like cheese sticks. The fried pimento cheese was phenomenal. The Philly spring rolls, not so much. Uh, but, but for my entree, I got the, I guess you would call it the Sicilian pizza, or the gulf, the gulf, white-based sauce, Alfredo cheese, uh, herbs and spices, and shrimp, and it was Ooh, it was next level.
1: You gave it your secret blend of herbs and spices.
0: Yes. <laughs> and it was, man, I'm telling you, it was it was great. That's um, awesome. Atmosphere's cool, really nice, really clean place. It's a Griffin Tanner place, right? Yes. Yeah. And it's man, I'm telling you, it, uh, we, uh, we had a great we had a great time, man, and the concert was awesome. Uh,
1: Rank them for me: Riley, Morgan, best 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 one, then go down the bottom.
0: Morgan one.
1: Okay, man, I love his shirts.
0: Jason two, Riley three. Okay, okay. Jason Aldean, Let me start with Morgan Wallen. Morgan Wallen is the he's very personable. Mm-hmm. There were times, and and you don't get this a lot of the opening acts. He talked to the crowd, you know, he talked to Tupelo, he talked to, he he told us his story and he he would tell us what was coming up in his songs and, man, he was just phenomenal. He was absolutely phenomenal. Um, Jason Aldean, I don't necessarily like all of his music, but I can tell you what the guy do, he can get me on my feet. I heard he put on a heck of a show. He's got the type of energy that I like out of an entertainer, you know what I mean? And he, uh, I mean, he just, he knows how to push your buttons, man. And like, I can appreciate any artist, right, regardless of genre, if I'm there and they get me up and they get me, you know, hooping and hollering and singing and clapping and dancing, I'm there for that. I mean, that's why I bought the ticket, because I want to have an electric evening. And he provided
1: that. Well, y'all look like you had a wonderful time. Oh, I we, do follow you on uh, Instagram. Man, Man, it was, I was jealous. Like, well, I didn't mean, and, I didn't and let me
0: say this. I chose not to go. <laughs> I'm not one of those people that likes following concert videos when people right. go, but I was that guy Saturday
1: night. Well, you, I'm going to say, I'm going to call him out because he's one of my good friends. Uh, you you, uh, you weren't as bad as Kyle Mackins. Kyle Mackins going to put the whole concert there, and he stands right in front of me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, Snapchat it. Sure. <laughs> I've tapped him once, a i and say,
1: Kyle, put your phone down for a minute.
0: Well, and I start. I, that's the way I started when Riley Green came on, saying Grandpa's Never Died." Oh, oh, man. But, I, but see, here's the thing, and like, like, it's a
1: great song. It's a great song. You got you got you can need a few seconds of that.
0: And and the only reason I ranked Riley 3rd is cuz he only played like five songs. He was the
1: opener opener. He was the opener
0: opener, but he was good, man.
1: They're bringing him around the country to get him a bunch of fans cuz he he'll get there. He will.
0: But he was so thankful for Tupelo. He was like, "Man, you know, I mentioned you guys in one of my songs." Uh girl down on the front row in Tupelo – you know, it just, oh, man, it was it was so good. And, hey,
1: man, the best custom jeans in the world are made here in Tupelo. I got a parody. say yeah, that? No. no, but
0: I wish you would have. <laughs> but, no, uh, man, I, I, I filmed the whole, I mean, not the whole concert, but a good bit of it. Well, you got the but, high point. And, by the way,
1: sorry to break your balls here, Kyle, but.
0: <laughs> I had to. You know, uh, but, no, man, my, my favorite videos that I took were not of actually the musicians, but I don't even remember what song it was. But I actually turned the camera around and showed all my friends. That was man, my favorite one. Everybody had was just was just living it up. Was Will Klein in there? Yeah, he I saw was him and dancing that beard with his beard. Yeah. his Laura was right beside him, him and singing. And I said, "Man, they're and having it was I,
1: great." I, to quote, uh, and I will bleep this out. I don't need to remember this, but to quote, uh, "Varsity Blues." I thought to myself, "Shit, them boys is having the time." Yeah, <laughs> man, we
0: we did, man, and and I, I, it was good to always to get together with a big group of friends like that. So, man, I I would do it again uh my, the next and you know and after we talked with Kevin uh you know this is a country market and and I hope that that evolves to where we can get some rock shows in because I will be there uh but if we do have to get a country artist in soon within the next year, my goal what I would like for him to do is get Luke Combs and let midland open for him man I' be a double headliner show those dude, guys are great dude, that would be so good. Midland has
1: really good fashion sense. Yes, and they also, by the way, have a great podcast on Spotify. Yeah, it's where they uh, it's uh, set the record straight. They take uh, old country music legends, tell the story, and they get that's somebody right. from the day to come talk about it. So it's that's so always cool. pretty good too.
0: But no, that th- those like if, if if right now what I'm listening to, like as far as country's concerned, Morgan Wallen, Riley Green, Luke Combs, Midland, that's it. That's that's like the it. list. I like
1: it. So I'm f- glad you had a good time, man. I'm I mean, glad you made man, it back yeah, good I'm, and. uh Hopefully, uh, hopefully Tupelo will be able to resume the festivities soon. Yeah. You know what I mean. Bring somebody out.
0: Uh, I, I felt terrible for. I thought about Kevin today. They canceled. They had to cancel Monster Jam and cancel Skinner Skinner Trio. You know. I hope that that. I hope it turns around. Hopefully, they'll be the people up there are really good. So if they do find a
1: way to turn it around, they are the people to do it. Hopefully, they'll be back and flowing about the time that Kane Brown show comes for them because everybody be ready to get back out for that again. Sure, what I mean, whether you like Kane or not, sure he'll do well there. Absolutely, he'll do well there. Um, I want to give a shout out too since we're talking music. Um. Our buddy Andy Frasco, yeah, uh, he's got two singles from his new album that's coming out later in the year out, but he's got one called Keep On Keeping On. It's a really good song about uh, perseverance, mental health, taking care of yourself. So friends of the podcast, uh, make sure you listen to the podcast, make sure you listen to our friend Andy Frasco's new song there. Um, What you got going uh, going on coming up, Mac? Uh, You got any big events happening this weekend or...
0: Well, Brian, honestly, my plans have all kind of changed. You know, I was going to be out and watch some baseball games. I was going to go watch ICC and Northeast play this weekend. Obviously, that's not going to happen. I'm hoping high school baseball still gets to continue on. Um, but, you know, man, I I, I I can tell you this. one thing, The two things that I don't think will get canceled that American men our age can do, you can get your yard looking right, and you can go play golf. I as, saw a
1: lot of people talking about golf today. What's as, the deal with that? Just gonna be off I start sent a y'all? tweet out, but I mean, that's I saw a that's, bunch of people. That's, talking that's, about
0: that's it. the. Only, I mean, because I, I, I got to thinking today. Like I was like, you know, the majority of my life is work, podcast, ball. You know, and not necessarily in that order, but just yeah. you know, that's what I do. So you know, you've taken one of those away from me, which is a big part of my life for this, you know, short foreseeable future. I played golf with Will and Jared Saturday morning before the concert, and I'm not a golfer. Everybody that knows me knows I'm not a golfer. But I am just like everybody else, and at those little prideful moments. I hit three or four shots, I was like, "Man, hey, would be cool bit. if I came out here next time and hit nine good shots." And yeah, you know, if I just I hit that. a fifty foot birdie on nine, to, like a true birdie, you actually hit the shot. Like, yeah, like oh, I, wow. it was like one. It was a par three going into clubhouse at what was formerly Big Oaks is now Teplo National. I hit my driver good. I hit my, I think it was my eight iron into the green. I had a 50-foot. I didn't think I was gonna make it, but I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna line up and hit it. Well, Coon and Will are really good. And I hit it and it went in. I was like, I just got a true birdie. Like I think I could probably count. So you knocked it
1: on a third hot shot on a par four.
0: Right. Uh, yeah. Par four. Par four. Par four. Yeah. Par four. Yeah. I, yeah. It, it was a true birdie. Like I was gonna. I was excited about hopefully getting that fifty foot putt close to get a par. Right. Because I'd had a par all the time. Far- I would I mean, snowman the first like four I, holes. I'd have been
1: trying to three putt for bogey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what I'd done all morning. But I hit that birdie, and all of a sudden. I was like, man, I'm excited about the back nine. Now. Mean, I think you and I would have a
1: good time playing golf. We together. should because we would we would just go. Remember, we talked about it last spring. Yeah, yeah, busy. we did. But Coach Chapman, I think he was talking about going and playing golf today too, and a couple of other folks and. You know, we got all these uh, teachers and everybody going to have an extra week of spring break. Yeah. So it might be might be a time to get the band back together. Well, at and and Reed know, and all them guys. There's a, no, there's out. no.
0: I mean, you know, I don't think. I mean, as far as coronavirus is concerned, I don't think there's really any risk on the golf course. You're going to be with three well, people all day, and that's so why as long baseball, as they're not infected. And that's
1: why Major League Baseball hadn't
0: canceled their season because it, it, the open yeah. air thing's a big deal. It's out. Yeah, it's, yeah, out. it's outside, and you know, sun kills it. And I was about
1: say, I thought heat has something to do with yeah. it. So as the temperature rises, and I think that's one thing that. That just not, that when Trump was talking about a target date for getting it taken care of, I think that's why he said by May 1st, this should all be taken care of because he yeah. was thinking about the
0: heat. The temperature, right. Yeah. And, you know, that just brought something to my attention. Brian. Talk and about I'm just, it. Just throwing this out here. Mm-hmm. And I know you'd watch this because I'd watch it. The world would watch this right now. Just say NBA gets back up and going, the chance that college gets back up and going, play a simulated. Single elimination, dumb down the tournament. Play the championship at Rucker Park. Just saying,
1: that'd be fun. Just
0: play that championship at Rucker Park. Or we're if we're talking
1: to... hot gyms, we can just uh, go to Oklahoma. I don't think they got air in there anymore.
0: No, yeah, it'll be <laughs> it'll kill everything that goes through the door <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah the heat in that building, yeah, it'll knock anything down. if you've never if you've never been to a game at Shannon or Oklahoma oh, in the middle of winter, oh. it's thirty three outside and it's 109 a hundred and nine inside the
1: very cavernous and
0: hot. yes, man, it's hot.
1: But they did uh, by the way, I would to shout out before we wrap it up. I went to Shannon this year for a couple of games. They painted the walls and the lights are better. It's brighter in there. It looks good. Now they still can't
0: take care of the echo. Speaking of shout outs, big shout out to Ingemar Boys Basketball. What a game. Zach Sugars, man, we had him on the radio, we did before he made it, and look at us now, and look at us now, look at us you here know, and
1: here's the thing about Zach, uh, only four points in the game, uh, and Zach, like we said, is the most talented player on the team. he'll be back next year, but I was listening to it, and I heard yeah. the the putback by Riley Horde from ballwin and tough loss for coach Goosman. You hate it, man, and they'll, they'll he'll have them back, he always they're always good, He's a good coach Baldwin. but you know he played for Jonathan in high school, yeah, it was kind of like a master. And so cool
0: that Norris got to come see it. Man, yeah. that's just a storybook ending. Yeah, you know? and
1: uh Jonathan got it. Man, it was it was just really good for Ingemar. And the, my thing is, I was listening to it, and when the ball scored, and they threw the ball into Sugars, he got it. The first thing that thought in my head was, he ain't passing it. You know what I mean? Like, like he hadn't had it much all game. They really defended him well, and he took that thing linked the in the end, pulled up at eighteen feet, and he. When you watch the video, when he's dribbling down the floor. He knew the spot he was trying to get to. I think he was trying to get to the elbow. You could see him cross the court. Yeah, yeah. He made that little crossover move and kind of went from yeah. right top of the key area to left elbow. And yeah. he tried to get to the elbow, but they, he stopped a little short. Yeah. All good scores get to the elbow, by the way. And he jumped up, and I mean, of course, I saw the video, and it was just awesome. And shout out to the MHSAA for playing the games in Oxford.
0: Amen.
1: I mean, it was a good environment, and Ole Miss did it right. And yes. And just keep playing it at satellite sites. Get it out of Jackson. Get it
0: out of the quarters and semis out of Jackson, too. Don't even put it there. Also, shout out to Dalton Middleton and Brad Locke for the fantastic coverage. I was able to stay in tune, even at work. I was getting to follow on Twitter yeah. all the games, man. just They did such a fantastic job. Uh, and
1: also, shout out to them because this is not going to be tough for journalism. I mean, this is going to be a tough time for journalism. Yes. The things they cover uh, are being canceled. You but know let, me, I mean?
0: let me tell you this about those guys, that Brad Locks, the Dalton Middleton, the Gene Phelps of the world. Yeah. If there's nothing to cover, they will come up with interest pieces, oh, and they will be phenomenal.
1: I cannot wait for Brad Locke to talk non-sports or to give his take on the yes. coronavirus. Man, I'll say something about Brad. I've known Brad for a while. Uh, no, we don't know each other. But I've known of him. We've seen each other at Little Things. Yeah. He's friends with Glenn Payne and some guys that do some acting here in town. Yes. And uh, I'm friends with Glenn Payne through his sister Michelle and her husband Will Ruff. Um, but the other day I saw Brad at the uh, South Pontiac playoff game. against yeah. Whoever they played. And he when you were there, and he walked up and I said, hey, man, nice mustache-bash shirt. And he looked at me, and I was like, ah, I thought he knew me. But he didn't. <laughs> but I want to tell Brad, I really appreciate you wearing the mustache-bash shirt because uh, – you're probably one of only a handful of people that have one.
0: You recall that same game? He was interviewing Bill after the uh-huh. game, and I said, hang a second, we've got to talk to Bill. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, shut up get out of here.
1: He's a good dude, man. I Such remember a good dude. When I was at West Union, he came in, and he wrote a really nice article about kind of the resurgence of West Union basketball under he, John and that, That's dad. what
0: I'm talking – like, those yeah. stories that they do, like – uh one of them did a story on ramsey ivy for me this yeah. morning. not for me but she just said yeah. you know it was spotlight this guy yeah. sean dalton weatherby two years ago they just like they put a spotlight on things that need to be noticed and they do uh i think dalton or brad one did the piece on annie Orman, the girl that tore acl at west yeah. union Ole miss softball commit from a small town you don't get that all over the country but you get it here and those those guys do a phenomenal job so i know they'll land on their feet and we'll get things back up and rolling for them for sure for sure
1: well best of luck to everybody and uh Man, before we before we get out of here, thanks for opening up your home again to me uh, for the podcast, and uh, thanks for your pups for being what they are. Uh, they're really good boys and girls, and uh, I'm glad that they're going to be well through all this me for too. sure. That's paramount in my book. So Same here. Anyway, well, McKinley, wrap us up and uh, and get us out of here uh, so we can get uh, get on with our lives. And I got to go to Kroger and see if there's anything left <laughs> to buy. Yeah, I swear to God, I'll know, buy right?
0: condiments and tortillas if they got them. But I, I got to have something. I know. I know. Uh, But no, folks, uh, thank you for listening. And as always, uh, first and foremost, be safe out there. Take care of yourself. Take care of others. Uh, You can find our podcast on uh, Spotify, Stitcher, and uh, Fireside. We will link it through Twitter at The Happening Pod and on Instagram at Happening Pod. Uh, And we will get that to you as soon as we can. And hopefully we'll not only have a coronavirus update, but just a regular life update the next time we get together. So thank you again for listening. You stay healthy and stay always classy. Tupelo.